0: Welcome to episode number 80 of the Inspirational Athletes Podcast here on the Oys Lancaster Podcast Network. I'm your host, John Walk, sports reporter for LNP Newspaper and LangsterOnline.com, Lancaster County, Pennsylvania. On this week's show is guest Matthew Wright. Matthew is a uh, Lampeter Strasburg High School alum. He's now going into, coming up here, his redshirt senior season as what will be the fourth year starting kicker for the University of Central Florida football team, which just came off a perfect uh, undefeated season um, with the Knights there and uh, Matt is in town this week uh, making his stop back home in between the end of the spring semester and then he has summer courses coming up here and he's going back down to UCF um, another week mm-hmm. or two so he stopped back home and was kind enough to step in here in the LMP studio just kind of chat about his uh, soccer and football journey. Um, grew up Started playing soccer at age five. His older brother, Andrew, actually went on to play soccer collegiately at Pittsburgh and then uh, ended up getting interested in kicking for LS when they needed a starting kicker, and that just took off from there. Ended up being good enough, obviously, to go on to become a uh, Division I kicker for one of the top programs in the country. Uh, Just kind of talk about that journey, the process of of what it's like to be a a college football kicker, kind of how you go about improving your craft and the intricacies there. And uh, yeah, we also kind of hit on some interesting notes just as far as some top memories that he still carries during his time in high school, senior night, and some of the bigger kicks. Uh, and and also talks about failures too, man. He got to uh, got to UCF his as, as redshirt freshman year and, and didn't do so well in one of his first field goal attempts. And then this past year missed the first uh, point after attempt and, and had a lot of pressure going on. But he just talks about you know how important it is you know, yeah, you're going to fail, but you got to learn from that in order to be successful. So I think this is a really good conversation that a lot of people will benefit from Uh, one last programming note before we move forward here. If you guys like what you hear on this podcast, feel free to subscribe, go to iTunes or Google play search always Lancaster inspirational athletes and hit subscribe. Um, Awesome show. We already have what 79 episodes in the book and next week, um, well, we'll be chatting with Corey Bedick, who is the, uh, he's a Hempfield alum, he's now the head baseball coach at Washington College. He's in town uh, at a Centennial Conference meeting at F&M. decided to stop by, so we'll be talking to him next week. All right, with all that out of the way, onto our conversation with Matthew Wright. Enjoy. Just as far as aeronautical engineering goes, because that's what you're majoring in, um, it's not every day I get to sit across from an aeronautical engineer major. Uh, first off, like, what's, what's the goal there? You want to go
1: work for NASA someday? or uh, I want to work something in the space industry, like NASA, SpaceX, or, like, Blue Origin. Um, obviously, airlines also have a lot to do with that. So something with, uh, obviously, aviation.
0: And is uh, Kennedy Space Center, one of my colleagues just told me that's near UCF. So are you doing like internships? Are you going to? Or how does that work?
1: Uh, it's about 45 minutes away. Internships are pretty competitive over there. I've obviously been applying, hope, hope to hear back from something to try and get one during the season also, but it's pretty competitive over
0: is, there. Is UCF, is that like one of their specialties as far as aeronautical,
1: like they're one of the best schools in the country for that? Like I don't, I'm not familiar. UCF was actually created by NASA because they needed more uh, engineers. So I think it used to be called like Florida Technical something, I forget. But uh, it, it just changed over to UCF kind of recently. So there are definitely a lot of ties between UCF and the Space Coast.
0: Is that something like when you got to UCF, you already had that idea in mind as far as following oh, no that? no or... idea. Oh, you I, found I out think after. I learned that
1: on my, uh, <laughs> my first tour of campus. But that was a good news to hear. But
0: I guess when did you come to the realization like, oh yeah, I think that would be a field that I wanted to, to follow?
1: Uh, I knew I wanted it in, in high school just because uh, I always was like intrigued with space and, and travel and I like wanted to be an astronaut as a little kid So it's just something that's always been the back of my mind and then when I saw that aerospace engineering It was something that just came to the forefront of my mind. Still want to be an astronaut now?
0: Then If it yeah, happens,
1: yeah. it happens. I know it's a very very competitive field. I'm not putting all my marbles into it But if it happens,
0: I know uh, so I I'm kind of big into, not big into, but like I enjoy astronomy like any other person. Um, we Actually, my father-in-law got this huge telescope that we use on the warm summer nights and all that stuff. So I kind of follow the alignments and all that and figure out what's in the sky. Are you kind of like that too? I mean, you're in a warm weather climate. Are you looking at the stars all the time or any stargazing activities or no? Uh,
1: not too much, honestly. Kind of kind of bright down there. It's not like here where you can look up and see everything. It's a, It's kind of... Like, you know what i mean like around here like if you just walk out to a field you can see all the stars down there you're always in like light so you can't really see <sighs> the stars as much right because
0: i guess is ucf on a camp your college campus it's and pretty, kind of in a city and big, all that yeah. all right i didn't know well i didn't know if there was any like stargazing clubs at ucf that you're a part no, of or anything. No, no, sir. Uh, do you want to are you following aer- aeronautical engineering because like you're interested in planes or interested
1: in in the outer space or i don't know uh, mostly outer that. space but just seeing how things fly is intriguing to me I'm what's sure it's-
0: uh what's i don't know aeronautical engineering like what's
1: popular in that subject area right now you guys talk about tesla a lot or uh, uh well like for instance lockheed's trying to have a uh, supersonic travel that doesn't make the loud sonic boom when it when it happens so that way like commercially you could fly supersonic it would be a lot faster but uh if the sonic boom happens people around like the whole within like the whole like nearby area get mad because it's really loud so they're working on trying <laughs> to cancel that out I don't just, know, just on regular
0: airplanes to travel that fast like or? for
1: military and then they actually had it for regular airplanes and I think they're trying to kind of bring it back
0: which would obviously improve just the I guess the speed of travel speed of travel um, mm-hmm. being able to get around the world a lot quicker and not uh, be on several hours flights to like China and stuff like that uh, so let me ask you this um, you're going to be graduating in December. Um so after your upcoming redshirt senior season, would you rather uh okay, let's let's say this. Would you rather kick in the super kick the game-winning field goal in the Super Bowl or go to outer space if
1: super, you had to choose? Super Bowl. Really? Super, yeah, All right. Yeah. So that's yeah. that's
0: something you want to pursue after college?
1: Yeah, that'd be awesome. Uh just keep working.
0: Um what's the what's the favorite like
1: space movie
0: that you think is either your favorite or maybe the most accurate or most I don't know.
1: accurate i don't know if many of them are accurate uh i like martian a lot that's obviously not accurate right. but that's really cool uh, gravity was a really cool one i think they did a great job with that movie. are you
0: are you difficult to watch space movies with like are you like oh well that that's not real or that wouldn't happen <laughs> not, or anything no, like that at because um, what's the one with, uh, with Sandra Bullock that everybody, Gravity or whatever, that, that everybody yeah. threw yeah. down and said, oh, that would never happen, stuff like that. <laughs> um, okay. I wanted to, th- let's go back uh, as far as athletics goes. Soccer, you have an older brother, Andrew. He went on to play uh, soccer at Pittsburgh, but you guys pretty much, do you have any other siblings that I'm missing in that bunch? Mm-hmm. So it was oh, you guys kind of growing up playing soccer together all the time? Yes, sir. Um, what, are you, soccer net in the backyard and all that? Yeah, and, soccer net backyard. pretty much got you started and, and, and all that. What position did you play in soccer?
1: I played forward.
0: Okay, so a, a scorer, attackman kind of guy. Did yes. um, and that's pretty much. Did you were you one of those like following the club scene too, as far as playing that just year round all the time until football came into the picture?
1: Yeah, I was uh, for Lanco United. I don't know if you ever heard of mm-hmm. it, but yeah, I played with them year round and then mixed football in every once in a while. <laughs> when
0: did when did football come into the picture for you? Uh,
1: I was like freshman, sophomore year of high school. Uh, we, we had a vacancy for the starting kicker job, so I was like, might as well give it a try. And I uh, kind of liked it. was pretty good at it, so I kept following it.
0: Who did like did a, a football teammate approach you like, hey, we need a kicker. You should give it a try. Or, like, Coach Manning come to you. Like, how do you find that out?
1: So our, our old kicker was the goalie for the soccer team when I was a freshman. So when he stopped, I, was, I saw him doing it, and I was like, that looks pretty cool. Might as well give it a try. and that's how it happened. And starter since when? Freshman, sophomore year. I started my kicking. sophomore year.
0: Um, and I'm curious as far as like when did you realize like oh I'm pretty good at this I could do this at the next level or did that take a year or two
1: and and working those kinks out? I'd say maybe after sophomore year because I was pretty, I wasn't kicking the ball the right way. I was kicking it like a soccer ball, obviously coming from the <laughs> soccer background. And so once I started to actually look at the technique and try and. Like Craft my technique to be better. That's when I realized it like after sophomore year.
0: How do you work on the
1: technique? Is it like watching YouTube videos? Going to training camps or how does that work? So me and my dad watched a lot of YouTube videos Well, actually my dad watched a lot of YouTube videos and he kind of helped me out and then we went to camps like around the area The Coles kicking camps. Who are
0: some of the kickers like that, that you would look up on YouTube and try to improve from? Like, is there any favorites of yours?
1: Uh, David Akers was a favorite growing up, so we watched some of him, and then the Eagles. Yeah, Eagles, big Eagles fan.
0: So I imagine, okay, you're watching these videos, you're going out. I don't know in a field somewhere in Strasbourg and Dad's like, "All right, you got to do this form or that form." It's pretty much just repetition.
1: Yeah, just practice, practice, practice. A lot of, a lot of mornings in the cold, just kicking the ball over and over.
0: And when, um, I guess, the Colts kicking camp. Obviously, for those who are unfamiliar, um, I guess. For those who aren't in the kicking world, why are the Colts kicking camps important? I mean, I could explain it, but I think it'd be better coming from you.
1: <laughs> uh, well, a, I didn't really know what I was doing, and they knew what they were doing, so they could help me with my technique. And then B, they uh, see a lot of different kids, so they can they can rank uh, like how how you compare with other kids in your class. So it helps you prepare for college, like knowing where you stand and not just kicking by yourself and thinking you're like the greatest that there is. You know where you stand, and you know like what you need to work on, where you need to get better in order to like compare with the other kids in your class.
0: And basically, Colts Kicking Camps are like, is it one of those that you do well at one and qualify for like a national thing, or are they just all up and down the East Coast? Like, what
1: are There's are training ones, and then there's ones that you can qualify for national ones. So there's different types of camps, depending on what you want to go to. Some are just strictly training, some are trying to qualify. When did
0: and, you start going to those? Is that like before your junior year, I guess? Like before my junior year, yeah.
1: Um,
0: and then I imagine you probably went then the following summer. That first junior year, was that just going to training camps and getting better, or were you actually going there to kind of compete and get yourself on the radar of the college coaches, or maybe all of the above?
1: Well, I went to compete at some. I remember seeing, I think it was a kid committed to pit. And I realized, I was like, wow, I got a lot of work to do if I want to go to Division One because I saw him kicking off and hitting field goals. I was like, all right, I'm here. He's definitely a few steps ahead of me. I need to work on this, this, and this. So it was good just to see the other competition that was out there.
0: Okay. what did you have to work on then if you saw that? like, What did you take back and and start applying to your craft?
1: I weighed like 150 pounds, I think. So I realized that I needed to get stronger and bigger to kick the ball further like he was. He was kicking the ball like 20 yards higher, 20 yards further, it felt like. So I realized I needed to get in the weight room and uh, try and get better that way. And then also just more repetition, more practice.
0: Um, So I guess I'll kind of jump forward as far as senior year goes. Uh, I guess you had a good summer uh, before your senior year information that i found ranked with three stars as the number 46 best kicker in the country by espn did you have like one of these awesome performances at one of these coles kicking camps that that kind of put you on the map as a top 100 kicker in the country do you remember
1: uh yeah it was on it's called the eastern showcase or something i think i uh i had the best kickoffs out of the whole camp and i made nine out of ten field goals during the like charting phase or whatever so i did pretty good there. Yeah, and it's
0: interesting because
1: uh, I would just talked to a week ago
0: um, as we were recording this, Peyton Denlinger, uh, the most recent Lampeter-Strasburg kicker. He went to the, one of these Coles kicking camps and did great on the field goals, but then you also have the kickoff aspect of it mm. that you got to put it through the back of the end zone, and I guess he wasn't doing that. Um, uh, he did that his senior year on the high school field, but just as far as your experience there, he, it sounds like you had both the field goals and putting it through the back of the end zone.
1: Why, why is that important in the kicking world? Uh, field position. Because uh, you're not going to play at the college level kickoff-wise if you're not hitting it at least to the end zone or in the end zone because field position is crucial. If you're hitting the ball to, like, the five-yard line, you're giving them a chance to take it back for a touchdown. Which... Does, does UCF come into the picture then, I guess, going
0: into your senior year? Is it after your high school career is done? Or? It was after high school was done. All right, so I'll get into that in a second because I want to ask you about high school stuff. Um, All right, so Matthew went on to make 122 of 126 extra point attempts in his career for head coach John Manny at Lampeter-Strasburg. 9 of 11 on field goals as a senior, 15 of 18 overall in high school. um, Was the Pennsylvania Football News Class AAA first team, tabbed a Section 2 first team all-star as a place kicker and a punter. Um, I sent Coach Manning an email the night before we started recording this, just as far as like, okay, I did my research on Matthew. Is there anything interesting that I should be asking him about, maybe some funny stories? And he sent back a note saying, your senior year, senior night, um, you had to, you were asked to step aside to allow a team manager to do the opening kickoff, and he never asked you about it. Do you remember that night? Can you walk me through what happened there?
1: Yeah, so uh, Coach Hershey, he's been around for – As long as I can remember, he's always helping out with all the sports, basketball, baseball, football. So I've known him for a while. He worked with baseball with us. He worked with uh, basketball with us, too. So when it came to senior night, he's always been around. And he's never got to actually compete on the field. So Coach Maynard had the idea of letting him do a kickoff. And obviously, I know the kid a lot. I care about him. He's a great guy. So just uh, wanted to give him a chance to compete, because it's his senior night, too. So let him go out there, do one thing at least. So uh, he knows that he's part of the team.
0: So it was a fellow student who was also in your yeah. senior class. It was kind of the team manager of one of those deals. Mm-hmm. When, uh, how does that work? Like, did, does Coach Manning approach you saying, hey, we should do this? Or, like, how does that whole Friday night come together?
1: Yeah, I think he actually asked me, like, hey, you okay with this? And I was like, yeah, of course, because uh, he's always there. It's not like he, he came to every practice, I'm pretty sure. He maybe missed a few, but he was he was there every day. So uh, just let him shine for his, his big moment because this is senior night too. What, what was that uh, teammate's name?
0: Uh, Nathan Hershey Nathan Hershey. So do
1: you work with Nathan in
0: practice then and in, in the days leading up to that senior night as far as Hey, here's the process of a opening kickoff. <laughs> yeah, there was
1: some of that. It was fun It was fun getting to work with him. He would actually do some of the onside kicks for the team during practice Just to try and get the team ready for onside kicks. So It was kind of just a fun thing to let him let him be involved
0: nice So it sounds like uh, if UCF comes into the picture after your senior year I mean that's a pretty late time for most I guess for a top 100 kicker in the country just as far as the whole college mm-hmm. recruitment process. I kind of had to be nerve-wracking a little bit. Like, uh, I don't know, just walk me through the recruiting process during your senior season. Is it just kind of overwhelming? You're getting letters in college all the time, or are you putting yourself out there to get on the radar of the colleges?
1: Yeah, as a kicker, unless you're, like, top 20 or so, you're not really heavily sought mm-hmm. after. So I was kind of having to go out there and search on my own and had uh, coaches trying to help me. So uh, there wasn't really too much going on during the season. I think I visited, like, Temple once. I visited maybe another school once. But uh, it didn't really pick up until after college. And then uh, I kind of put myself out there more. I was reaching out more. And then slowly things started to happen.
0: When you're, pro- Can you kind of... Expand upon that process, just as far as how do you go about putting yourself out there? Are you making a list of what schools you want to go to, getting contact information for all the football coaches at that
1: school, emailing them, exactly. I guess, highlights and grades and and stuff of that nature? Mm -hmm. That, and then reaching out to other kickers that I know and saying, like, hey, can you talk to your coach or do you know any coaches that, and then just uh, kind of making connections that way.
0: Any, uh, I don't know, as far as feedback
1: or interest,
0: when did that kind of start picking up and who did you
1: get it from? Uh, only real interest I got was Temple, Purdue, and UCF. So I was at Purdue, actually, when I got a call from UCF that they were like willing to bring me on for, for camp. And I was like, I was in the snow at Purdue. <laughs> it, was, it was snowing, I was torn campus, freezing. And I was like, this, that sounds kind of nice.
0: <laughs> You're either in the snow, freezing cold, probably 10, 11 months out of the year going per, to Purdue instead of uh, going to the Sunshine State in, in Florida. So it was kind of a no-brainer there. Exactly. Um. So then as far as, were you a walk-on at UCF? Mm-hmm. Or, really? Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. I'm going to bring up Peyton again because I was just asking him. He had walk-on offers to go to Division one schools, and it's like, yeah, he could go there and be a walk-on and maybe sit for a year or two and have to pay all this money out of pocket, whereas he could go to, which he ended up deciding, going the McDaniel where he could be a starter right away has a nice financial aid package. Did you kind of wrestle with that in your mind at all? Just as far as like, yeah, I'm going to an out-of-state school as a walk-on product, and mm-hmm. I might have to sit for a little bit. Um, I don't know, is it a frustrating process? Or uh, just as far as the thoughts that go into to making that decision of going there?
1: Well, I knew there was uh, three senior kickers, and then they had no one else on roster like when I was about to go in. I knew there were going to be other kids wanting to come in because they saw that there were all those kids graduating. And then uh, I got a nice academic scholarship as well, so that helped a lot with the decision. Mm-hmm. But I saw there was three senior kickers, so obviously they were leaving. I knew there was going to be an opportunity to play after my redshirt year. So I I took the risk, went for it, and ended up working out.
0: It's interesting because it's like so many times I've had college athletes in here and I ask them, like, at what point did you realize, okay, I can hang at this level. Kicking is a little bit different because you're just basically going for for distance on your kicks and accuracy Mm -hmm. and stuff like that Uh, do you come to that point in your career like as a freshman as you're practicing and seeing these three senior guys like oh they're kicking it really far. I don't know if I can do that, or, or were you on par with them or working towards reaching what they were doing?
1: If you I kind thought of get I my was drift? pretty on par with them, actually. So my first college kick was a 52-yard field goal, I think, during <laughs> practice. And so I made that the – I think that was, like, the second day I was on campus or something. So that actually, like, really put me on, like, the coach's minds, like let them know that I wasn't just another walk-on kicker, that I was actually there to compete. So you were good. So <laughs> good that to did. go. Um, redshirt freshman year then were the
0: only – With graduating three senior kickers, were you competing for the starting job then after that season going into, what, 2015, your registered freshman year?
1: Yeah, so they brought in a kid on scholarship, actually. So I still wasn't (laughs) on scholarship yet, but I ended up winning the uh, field goal job. So I uh, kicked the field goals that year. And And then, uh, yeah, Matthew in
0: 2015 season for UCF completed his first year kicking at the collegiate level going 13 for 17, 76.5%. On field goals, um, five for seven from at least 40 yards out. Scored 56 points on the year, including seven for excuse me, exclu- including 17 for 17 in extra points. However, the team went 0 and 12 that year. Um, kind of had to be difficult. You come from this winning culture at LS, probably the first 0 for a team that you played on. Maybe even soccer too. Um, I, I don't know. As a kicker, like how challenging is that for you to kind of deal with?
1: I mean, 17 extra points doesn't sound like a little, but it was—it felt like a little during the games. Uh, there were some games where I'd kick one time. It was, it was real difficult. I think that we played at Stanford and we scored one touchdown, I think. So uh, it was just difficult knowing that like, there was nothing I could do and uh, just kind of hanging out on the sidelines, just waiting for my chance.
0: What do you. Improve on, then, the following season going into your redshirt sophomore year for 2016. Is there anything that you kind of took away as far as, I don't know, distance or accuracy or anything,
1: form, technique? Uh, I think I got two blocked that freshman year. So I think I really worked on trying to get my height up for the next year. Uh, something I'm still trying to work on. but uh, And obviously still distance. And I wanted to get the kickoff job, so trying to get my legs stronger for kickoffs. Is
0: it When, when you have a kick block and you're trying to get the ball up, how do you is it just using more leg strength? Is it technique, as far as where you hit the ball with your foot, or it's technique?
1: It's definitely technique.
0: So walk me through that. Like for let's say if you're you're trying to get the ball up higher, like what do you have to do to do that? Uh,
1: hit the ball maybe like a half an inch lower, follow through a half an inch further. It's all little, little things that, when combined, will make a big difference.
0: And it sounds like something that small, you really have to just fine tune it through repetition and and practice. Yeah,
1: and videoing yourself and just seeing what's working, what's not working.
0: Um, All right, so I'm going to go through some numbers here. Redshirt sophomore year, playing 13 games as a place kicker, 17 for 22 on field goal, 77.3% kicking percentage, seventh best single season mark in UCF history, by the way. Also went 39 of 41 on extra points to lead the team with 90 points in the season. And then this past year, redshirt junior year 2017, entered the year on the watch list for the Lou Groza Award, which is given annually to the nation's best college kicker. I want to stop there and ask you, like, when you find out, hey,
1: you're on the Lou Groza Award watch list, what's mm-hmm. what's that like going through your mind? Uh, it's incredible. It's just knowing that what I'm doing is actually recognized, and knowing that I'm I'm seeing myself getting better, and other people are seeing me getting better. Cause from freshman year to there, just I never thought it would happen, so it's just awesome to, to see it, like, happening.
0: Because you had never – you told me before you started recording here, like, you had no idea of or, or inklings of wanting to be a college football kicker until, you know, midway through your high school career. Mm-hmm. Um, and to get to that point, like, wow, was there any – Pressure then going into that 2017 campaign, knowing that's
1: kind of on your back, or yeah, actually, there I, I kind of put it on myself. I really wanted. I was like, all right, I'm either winning this or nothing at all. Like I was like, that's all I want to do, winning this. And I ended up coming out missing my first extra point of the yeah. So I, I kind of like you. I put it yeah, I definitely put it in my head. Like I was like, all right, this is happening, this is happening. I think I went out there just real, like tense and worried that I I was like, all right, I need to make every kick. I'm not missing a kick, so. After that first one, I kind of settled down a little bit, but it, it definitely did humble me a little. <laughs> wow! So you probably learning lesson, I guess. Yeah, so yeah. It, Don't think about it when you're out there about the kick. <laughs> All right.
0: Um, ended up going 11 for 14 on field goals that season, long of 47 yards. 76 for 77 on uh, point after attempts, which we mentioned uh, just a couple minutes ago. Just as far as uh, what was it, 17 for 17 extra points in 2015. That's not a not a lot of uh, extra point kicks, and here you had 77 um, two years later. Uh, 70 At some point during that uh, stretch, 76 straight made point after attempts, ranked fourth in program history. 987 point after attempt percentage is the seventh most accurate in a single season. Uh, most accurate kicker in program history at 774 on field goals. Along the way that season also broke the school record for point after attempts in a game with 10 against Austin, PA, I'm probably pronouncing that wrong, um, on October 28th. What was that day like? Were you just exhausted by the end? Yeah, <laughs> I, I
1: think I kicked 20-something times because I did kickoffs too that year. So I was just like, it was a touchdown every like two minutes it felt like. Wow. I think we scored 70-something points. I don't know. I didn't kick any field goals. It was all extra points. We were just scoring left and right. So if if
0: you were 76 or 77 on point after attempts, that one miss was the very first one of the season, and then you make 76 in a row after that? Yep. All right. So you still have that streak going into 2018 then? Correct. Wow. Um, Yeah, and then this past season named Second Team All-American Conference. Congratulations on that. I'm curious too, uh, it says noted here, 2016-17 American All-Academic Team. Um, we started off talking about majoring in aeronautical engineering. How do you kind of juggle such a aeronautical engineering? That has to be such a hard major. And then here you are as a full-time student athlete too. How do you juggle that with your schedule
1: and kind of not going crazy? Uh, it's just a lot of time management. I need to realize when when it's time to like put the phone away, put everything away, and focus on my school. So. And obviously, there's a lot of late nights, and then getting up and just being ready to practice still. But uh, the big thing is just time management. Realizing that I have other uh, other obligations that regular students don't have that I need to I need to prepare my time better to also be able to have football on my mind.
0: Is that something that was a learning process for you, as far as coming to that realization and planning? Yeah. Do you struggle with that your first year or two in college? Or
1: uh, yeah, I was not very good at time management. I'm still not the best, but I'm still getting better. But there's times where I'd be like, oh, crap, I have a test tomorrow. And then it's like, oh, I got practice at 7 in the morning. Mm. Here comes the late night, followed by practice. And then maybe I don't have my best practice, but just learning that, like, I need to start preparing earlier.
0: Any kicks, before I move ahead here, any kicks so far in your high school or collegiate career that you kind of hold as, like, a top in your memory, um, just as far as that's that's special to
1: you? Uh, mm, probably actually in high school, so... We were playing garden spot, I think, for like the section title or something. And uh, there's like 23 seconds left. I'm a sophomore. And I'm running out on the field. And one of my good friends, his teammates, like, Matt, don't miss this. This is our season. Who said that? Uh, Do you remember? I don't know if you remember who All Chad right. Harrison is. But he was our old uh, center. So he said that as a run on the field. So I make the field goal. I'm like, oh, I'm, I made it. We're going <laughs> to win this game. And then we ended up scoring two touchdowns back to back in like 20 seconds. So we went on a Hail Mary. I don't know if you were around here then. but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Dan Neff caught a Hail Mary, and then my field goal didn't really mean anything. Like, it was kind of, like, gone in the wind, but uh, it was just, like, that was my first, like, pressure kick, I think. Mm. So it was just uh, good to get that out of the way. And I imagine you still have pressure kicks now. Um,
0: how do you kind of approach that if it's a tight game, fourth quarter? It has to feel different, but how do you kind of approach it as far as keeping the nerves under control? Do you have, like, a checklist of,
1: of before you go out in the field? Yeah, I like to do the same thing every time I go out in the field, and I also try to... I'm into the game, but I'm not like mm-hmm. locked into everything. I kind of take time to sit on the bench by myself and just kind of like relax and uh, try and stay as even keel as possible. never get like too happy when we score never get too down when it's going bad I always. Why just is kinda... it important to do that? Because I want every kick to feel the same. I know it's not going to feel the same when I get out there and say we're at a away game or something like that and but uh, try and keep it the same before that as much as I can, what I can control. Because if you go out there, you're too amped up or maybe too under
0: pressure. You might either hit it too far or just kind yeah. of not, not kick as you normally do. Is that something? I imagine that would be a learning process, too. I mean, you can't really watch a YouTube video on that to learn that.
1: No. So my first college kick, field goal actually, was against FIU. We're down one point. <laughs> uh, 42 yarder. I'm out there. False start on us, so back it up to 47. <laughs> So first, first field goal, and uh, I got it blocked actually. So that was to start the 0 and 12 year. Wow. So I kind of had the low point at like the first game. So yeah. I, I experienced like as much pressure as you kind of can experience, and then uh, everything's kind of been rolling from there. I think
0: that's an important to note, though, man. Sometimes you just got to fail in order to succeed a little bit. I mean, here's your way to go, rookie, your very first yeah. kick, and it doesn't go well, but it's a learning process. I, Initially, that night probably didn't feel great. Um, but do no. the, the, the coaches or teammates pull you aside and kind of try to help pick you yeah.
1: up? Uh, so everyone realized, like, oh, wow, that was his first kick. Um, I would have been happy if we would have tried to score a touchdown instead of settling for, like, a 42-yard field goal to start me off. But uh, yeah, so it was just uh, a lot of people coming together and making me feel like, all right, bounce back. And I think the next game I was two for two or something. But it was it was good to just be able to bounce back from that.
0: All right. So here we are um, recording this early May of 2018. Um, I imagine you guys are coming off your spring game, going into the redshirt senior season for you. What in particular now, this is going to be your fourth year as a college kicker starting. Um, what are you working on? Is there goals in mind, a checklist that you want to hit going into the season or during the season?
1: Do you have um, that laid out? or? Again, I don't want to think about it too much like I did for the first extra point of the year this year. I just kind of want to Go out there and do what I know I can do. I guess the one one checklist that I have that I'm not too like stressed about is I want to get my kickoff touchbacks up to around like 50, 60 percent. I was at like 25 percent this year, Mm. so I'd say that's one of my biggest things because I know if I want to get to the next level, that's something that's that's very important. How do you do that? Is it just hitting the weight room, getting stronger legs? Is it form? Yeah, and form and trying to drive the ball a little more. I kind of kick it pretty high and not as far so maybe try and drive them so at
0: this point in the year in May how often are you kicking are you going out there once a week or
1: I haven't kicked days since the spring game actually I've just been uh lifting and running so spring game was April 18th 19th I don't know some, something around there so what is what is
0: lifting and running consistent for a kicker i imagine it's completely different from say like a linebacker
1: yeah i'm not lifting i'm not squatting 315 mm-hmm. i'm squatting like 225 but it's still just uh kind of explosive stuff, trying to just get my leg. Because I don't need to be like big and bulky. I just need to be able to swing my leg as fast as possible while still staying flexible, so.
0: And I know the, the NFL is probably the, the destination right afterwards, but in case that, like, obviously, you're going to have a great fallback plan to graduate in December, bachelor's degree with Congrats. aeronautical engineering. Is that a degree that would require, then, like a master's and a doctor? Like, are you going to just be in school forever until you can kind of start working, or can you get a
1: gig? Uh, that's not the plan to get the master's right away, so I you can get a, a job with your uh, bachelor's. but uh. Maybe in the future, I don't know, maybe go back eventually. What would you
0: want to do in aeronautical engineering? Like, I know obviously being an astronaut is probably the the end
1: goal, but is there something particular, a certain area that that you would like to work in? Uh, Anything space-related, like missiles and controls kind of fascinate me, so that's cool, too. Honestly, anything, it's just Mm -hmm. just interesting to put the, the the classes and the real life things,
0: yeah. And you just wrapped up uh tw- the uh, spring semester of 2018. Are you back home for a while or are you going back down? I start
1: classes on Monday. Oh, Monday, oh yeah. summer,
0: summer courses, mm-hmm. how many are you taking for that? Just two, two and a two at the same time. All right, yeah. um, are you working like a part time gig or anything? Or uh, trying we, to
1: make got, we got weights, so we okay. start weights on Monday too.
0: All right, so you're juggling that. Wow. Um, So a lot on your plate right now, man. Um, Yeah, that's kind of the point of the podcast where I just like to ask, like, is there any advice that you can kind of leave listeners just as far as uh, either something that that they can apply to make them a better person or maybe somebody's going through a trial right now and and kind of needs a pick-me-up? You you obviously have accomplished a lot so far in your career, but like you said, you've also failed sometimes, too, and you've learned from that. I'm just kind of curious if you have any life advice or, or sayings or anything that you can kind of leave us with
1: i uh, just say, like even if you feel like something's like, not going to go your way, like my freshman year when I was, I, another kid got brought in on scholarship. I was like, oh, am I going to have to transfer? Am I going to have to blah, 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 blah? I was all worried. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just knowing that everything's going like, to work out if you just work at it. So I just kept working at it, working at it, and then being the starter. So just in life, like if something looks like you're not going to be able to work out, just know that if you work hard enough, it'll come out positive. Awesome.
0: Well, hey, if you guys enjoyed listening to today's podcast and you enjoyed listening to the previous 79 episodes, feel free to go back out. Check those out in the archives. Next week, we'll be talking with Hemfield alum Corey Bedeck. He's now the head baseball coach at Washington College. He happened to be in town for a centennial conference meeting at FM and decided to swing by. With that being said, I'm always looking for any suggestions for future guests on this show. So if you're listening to this and think, hey, I know this person, they'd be great. Throw me an email, Jaywalk at lnpnews.com or contact me on the Twitter at jwalklnp. Matt, anything to promote? Can we find you on social media anywhere? Do you have any cool projects coming up that you want to promote or anything like that? Uh, no, I'm good. You're no good? Problem. All right. Well, you guys can follow at UCF underscore football on Twitter. At UCF Knights is the uh, Twitter handle for the athletics program. At, or uh, I'm sorry, UCF um is where you can find the schedule to check out uh, Matt coming up kicking final year in college. Before we wrap up here, just wanted to give a shout-out to my colleagues, Tyler Huber and Irene Snedder. They are the engineers slash producers of this podcast. Thanks to another colleague, Chloe Espenchage. She gets this thing online. So thanks to them. Thanks to you guys for listening. Matt, thanks for uh, sharing your story, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Good job.